It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides They're ready to kill each other, that's conquer and divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's fucking, everything is great, boy <laughs> So, uh, before you say anything, I just wanted to let you know that I was hesitant to even do an episode this week Because I've been for the last almost two weeks I scrapped the other episode. We'll talk about that in a little while. Mm-hmm. But I've been going through the news, trying to find things to like talk about and topics to get into, and I just don't feel like there's anything out there. I feel like we've reached a certain point of utopia where everything is so good. There's it's- really nothing to shit on. There's no conspiracies. Everything's yeah. been flushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing crazy going on. There's yeah. nothing. Uh, I heard my voice shake a little bit there. Yeah. No, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing really to talk about. So, what do you want to talk about? Big old death club bussies. Yeah. And we're back with another episode of Bones and Tubs. We're here with you tonight to give you everything you want to hear and more. And that's where you found out we decided we finally took the the entire bottle of blue pills. I snorted a few. He snorted a few. And we ate the rest. And it's time to just make a video game podcast because everything's fine now. Yeah. We both decided to go ahead and get the uh, the shot. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're here about, you know, we want to protect people who have the shot because if we don't get the shot, then we won't protect the people who had the shot. And uh, basically our workplaces forced us to get it because there were more than 100 people that worked there. And uh, this is all backed by science. They also didn't have a video leak last week of Fauci uh, completely proving that he perjured Congress. Yeah. Um, when he talked about being a part of gain of function research. To create a chimera virus that was highly lethal and highly contagious, uh, that was a corona base. So that didn't happen either. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's they, not like it's not like you know he straight up lied to Congress and ran and Rand Paul called him out on it and said this motherfucker is straight up he's a liar lied. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, everything's fine. Um, I actually got rid of all my preps. I got rid of all my firearms that didn't. I didn't lose in a boating accident already. I yeah. I sold them back to a police department. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't and know. So you're so you're good. Yeah. I actually went to Google and I typed in um, "Fauci ouchie pouchy." Yeah. And I bought one of those for my vaccine card. Oh, okay. Have you seen those? No, they're actually, little, I haven't. They're a little. Let me pull it up. Is this going to be disgusting? Oh, it's disgusting, but I can't decide if it's good free marketing or it's just the state of the time. Fauci, ouchy, pouchy. Yeah. They got t-shirts. They got, uh, they got buttons. And they got these little guys. It's a little pouchy. Little pouchy with Fauci on it. Oh wow! Yeah, man. Even comes a little key ring, so yeah. you can put on your keys. Well, that way people can see it, you know. Because like I like to. I mean, you see, I wear my keys on my belt, on my yeah. belt loops. Uh, 
But yeah, I just want everybody to know that I uh, I got the shot. You know, yeah. everything's been fine. You know, no. I'm it's not. All, uh, I'm not yeah. vomiting blood. Exactly. I, you know, I'm. I'm feeling real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, my heart. He's thick. Like <laughs> a thick ass boy. Yeah. If you didn't know already, that was all facetious. That was a lot of facetiousness. I just, like, I, I, I don't dripping. even. He was dripping. I feel bad because, not only because I had to throw away last week's episode, because I was a little bit too far. I was yeah. too far gone. It's just the state of the times. But uh, I literally, like, did my normal last night at work. I listened to all the shows, except for the Alex Jones show. I tried to listen to it on BitChute. Which I gotta be honest, he's the one that told me about uh, the Fauci video. I honestly, I gotta give credit where credit is due here. Yeah, he's doing a good I job. I kind of, you know, on the Bones and Sips show, we've never shirked away from admitting when I was wrong. Yeah. Right about something, <clears throat> um, you know, and it, it happens to everybody. Everybody can be wrong. There's a lot of no in one fact, can, hardly anyone can admit it though. There, yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of people out there that are dead wrong and continue to be wrong and refuse to 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 reevaluate i am willing to reevaluate my opinions and i have to apologize to uh, alex emmerich jones alex emmerich jones yeah i have kind of you know drug him a little bit over the last he, few years he refuses to talk about some things but but and you there know, are no good guys i'm never gonna deny you know part of it has to do with his um eccentric delivery yeah that i find it, it's it, he speaks in a lot of hyperbole and but he's a fucking marketing genius i think that's what it is yeah and you know uh it, it's the difference like okay i'll say that and I, this isn't a, a, a c- condemnation of him by any means but it's the only example i could think of in Dead my frogs. head well i was gonna say like the difference between and this makes me sound pretentious too but it's the difference between um a clown right yeah and uh a mime does that make sense? I guess. I Where mean, one I, one works in. I just think you you dislike his delivery. That's what it is. He's so he's very flashy and flamboyant. You'd rather him capture the attention of the people by being silent and black and no, white. No, 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 no. But well, not. It's just I don't listen. You got to understand my background, my family background. I come from uh, both sides of my family, where uh, uh, eccentricity is kind of frowned upon. Yeah. And Why are like, we friends? Well, it's because we, we make a good duo, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like, you know, very, like I said, I've I'm always said, I've always said it and everybody laughs when I say it, but I really mean it. I don't have a sense of humor. And that comes from the fact that both my families were very serious people, right? So like the, <clears throat> his delivery, it's not saying that I like, and now Seeing it in hindsight, like I, I'm not apologizing for saying that he's flamboyant and he's extra and he's too he's too eccentric. No, he's still all those things. Yeah, right. But he was dead fucking right when it. And this has been for a while. Long about everything, pretty much. He's been he's right. I mean, let's go ahead and just throw out the uh, the quickest argument before I say the argument. Though I wanted to say that he did a thing that you would like this week. What's that? I was listening to one of his shows. Now, you have to listen to him on BitChute. It's a channel called Ron Gibson that Dr. Doug Hurdy shared with me. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like me, I can't listen off of his own website, which is either Band.Video or um, 
Infowars.com or Newswars.com because for mm-hmm. whatever reason the downloads they don't like they'll play for a while and then they stop. Hmm. But anyway, he shit on Q. Who? Like he, Jump. he was talking about all these people that are like, well, did you see the Q releases? Did you see all this shit? And he's like, it's a fucking propaganda weapon. And this was Alex Jones? Yeah. He's because he's he's constantly been shitting on it. He's like, it's fucking propaganda. He's like, these are the things. He's like, look, I read you Klaus Schwab's book. And then he played a clip of him being on uh, Joe Rogan's show. Like, when I think it was either before everyone thought that COVID was over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already over. Like, no one's actually sick. It's all propaganda. But yeah. uh, there's no one in the hospitals, hardly at all. <clears throat> anyway. He was like on the Joe Rogan show, and one of the things he said that like they shit on him for on the show was like he was like, no, they're gonna bring out these vaccine passports. They're gonna make it a, a term of of work. They're gonna make it a term. Like he basically described current day Australia, mm-hmm. which at the time was unthinkable. Yeah, but he like laid it all out, and he's like, I didn't fucking guess that. He's like, I read their books. He's like, yeah. I've read their white papers. He's like, I, all the, and he like shows his desk. He's like, every fucking day I do this show, he's got like 600 fucking documents printed out on his desk. You know? He's like, I read these things to people. He's like, I'm not the best at delivering things because sometimes I get too excited. I get off on a tangent. And I always say, like, these are all the things I didn't cover. I'll cover them in another show. He's like, I can only do so many shows. Yeah. And then you look at it from the other side where Joe Rogan is talking about it by himself. And they're talking about like how he lives this life. Yeah. He's about it. He's like, and, he, and a lot of times on the show, he's drunk. Like, he's on, he's high on tequila. Yeah. Which I think is my problem in the last show. I don't drink tequila, but, <laughs> like, it's it's a stress, it's a stress thing. Yeah. So, like, he was telling, uh, and then in an interview I watched with him and Joe, he was talking to him about, like, how stressed out he is. He thinks he's going to have a fucking heart attack because he's, like, out of shape again. Yeah. And best, his best efforts, like, he, you know, for for a while, he was just running on the treadmill mm-hmm. while he was watching the news. Yeah. And, like, eating better and all this shit, but shit got so crazy, he's like, give me that bottle of tequila. Hmm. And just started going ham. So I've mad respect to that dude. Yeah. I didn't know about him shitting on the Q stuff. He never was about it. I mean, I never really heard him talk about it. I but, hadn't really either. I kind of just assumed he was on board with it. Exactly. That's where my mind was at yeah, with it. Because that was another mistake I should apologize for. It, it, and I made the same thing because, like, I just assumed, because he's been, listen, the things he talks about are in that same exact wheelhouse, right? Yeah. They're in the same fucking area, yeah. the same <clears throat> building, right? So, like, and think about, like, vendors, He's right? like, they are all pedophiles. He's like, don't get it confused. They are all pedophiles. They're all satanic pedophiles. But there was nobody coming to save you. No, there's no savior. He's like, you're the savior. He's like, they leave their <clears throat> they leave their battle plans out there. They write about them. And, and, and he quotes Klaus Schwab's book where he talked, like, Klaus Schwab's been talking about this shit for fucking decades. Bill Gates has been talking about this shit for decades. Like, I even said... Anthony Fauci's been involved in this shit for decades. I know I've said it on the show before, um, but someone asked me about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, where they were like, "What do you? Th- what's up with this Q stuff, man? Let's go. Like, what do you think about it?" And I was like, "He's like, weapon. well, they, they, the person I was talking to had come to the conclusion that it was fake, right? Which, you know, we called that. Like, I'd say we really only fucked around with the Q shit for like probably, you know, a t- episode or two, and then we were like, eh, not so much. I've, I've always been wrong in the way that I've always kept my back door, you know, no homo. I kept my mental back door open to it." Because the idea, but then at the same time, I think it was you that told me uh, the extent. It was the more you know where they where they lost me. Where they it, didn't save the kids. 
well not only that that it was the more well there's that and it was the more that what what made me not believe it right yeah was the more eccentric aspects of the q thing that like i know better right and i'm a writer i wrote a book i like to write stories i like to tell stories i like reading stories and but the thing is is that at the end of the day i've always had a defined knowing difference between or strive for sometimes i even lose the narrative but the difference between fiction and nonfiction, mm. right? And the one true conclusion I've always come to, but the difference between the two, for the most part, for the most part, is that not real life is not that interesting. Like it's not that eccentric, right? So, oh, like no, the, man. the uh, I no, might no, no, disagree with list, you on that. well, no, no, no. Hear me out. It's about the most one of the most eccentric things about the Q thing, and that was the uh, the JFK Jr. Oh yeah, aspect. That's, that's where it lost me. So you see what I'm saying now? Yeah. It was too much. There's no fucking way. That is some straight up Star Wars fucking uh, Lord of the Rings shit. Just, that's it's like I mean it is Lord of the Rings. It's like Gandalf coming back to life. Just like, wait till they bring back Abraham Lincoln. You know he's been back. He's been alive the whole time. That whole cover up where they fake assassinated him with John Wilkes Booth. It, it, it that is where like. I I feel like I try to steep myself in reality, right? Like real real reality, yeah. right? Un un unfettered realness, right? Yeah. I hold no illusions. Like at this point where my head is at is that uh and this is depressing. I used to be more hopeful. Um there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. Um there is no cavalry coming. There is no <coughs> knights in white shining armor that we think of in our heads. I got you, didn't I? I get it. The only people that are coming to save us is ourselves. Now, that's all that's that's that that's where my head is at at this point. There is not some fucking white hat government group that's going to save us. There's not some organization that is extant right now that is going to save us. You know what it's going to be? People. It, individual. No. Individuals. Yeah. It's going to be individuals. It's not going to be one said group of people. It's not going to be some fucking son of a dead president faking his death to avenge his father's death. Like, what the fuck are these motherfuckers? Like, I get it. You want to believe that shit because you want to believe that there are people who are generally that noble, but I don't believe that exists. Well, I did hear this last night and this gave me some kind of hope, but I, I guess time will tell if it's real or not. I wouldn't say real. I believe it's real, but, um, effectual, I guess Mm -hmm. I was listening to episode 1705, the most recent at this time, uh, recording of Joe Rogan's podcast, Mm -hmm. Brett Weinstein and Heather Haying. Haying, Haying? Yeah. Uh, authors of the book, A Hunter-Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century, Evolution and Challenges of Modern Life, uh, and host of the podcast, The Dark Horse Podcast. Now, I started listening to Dark Horse, po- Dark, Dark Horse Podcast, and it's fantastic. Okay. I believe they're both professors. They're both kicked out of that one college. Um, was it Evergreen? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, they were talking about 
Because, like, the last two shows that I've listened to of Joe's is him basically, like, and this is another thing that's, like, something to kind of pay attention to, I think, in my own mind. At least I'm going to pay attention to it. Is that it goes back to Alex Jones because Alex Jones, like, on the last couple of shows I've listened to of his, he's like, we've woken up the Tuckers. Tucker, speaking of Tucker, Carl, Tucker Carlson, uh-huh. speaking about Joe Rogan's, speaking about a couple other people in, like, the mainstream that have made a complete fucking 180, mm-hmm. right? And they're, like, on point. But they're all in different aspects of on point. So if you listen to, like, Joe, where he was talking about, like, Afghanistan, you know, and he was like, what if Afghanistan, you know, this is, like, he always tries to paint it as if it's completely not him, but it's somebody else, like, a giant conspiracy theorist that wears a tinfoil hat. What if... The whole idea behind Afghanistan was to reinitiate public want for a reinvasion. Although I believe it was to give it over to the Chinese because the the whole Biden presidency was to give over power to the uh, the Chinese people. That and um, the rare earth elements that All Afghanistan that. is sitting on. But just to give them like the geo position of number one. But like, uh, so it was basically like we were. It was like a conditional surrender. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you like we surrendered. When was the last time in American history that the Chinese government decided that they would offer 250,000 of their troops to ensure peace during an election? And then you look at all this COVID shit where everybody's wearing masks, everybody's social distancing, everybody's doing all this shit, just like they do in China and following communist dictates that aren't even fucking law. Yeah. Like, oh, your your company has 100 people in it, so the, the government told us that we should... Uh, make everyone get vaccinated or test unless you work for the federal government then you have no option to test mm-hmm. unless you work for the United States Postal Service that's strange isn't it yeah what 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 do you what's your theory behind that listen the only theory I had because I just saw it this morning when I I literally got home I went to sleep I woke up after about two hours of sleep and I saw it and I was like the very first fucking thought I had was it's because those are the people that see people every day. You know what I mean? They're- Man, you just scared the shit out of me with that. Why? Because you're right. I figured it was some sleep sleep brain shit. But like, nah, dude. Because I've been talking to Ekroff, right? And like he like to hear him talk, I can't, I, I joked with him the other day because he was at work listening. Like we were talking through headphones or whatever. Yeah. And he was like being nice to somebody. I was like, man, getting out of the getting out of the factory of sadness was good for you. And he's like, no, nah, I love people, man. And like to for me to run that by, yeah, you know, I mean he's he's always been a solid fucking good dude, but like that place makes you an angry fucking cocksucker. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No matter who works there, so like to hear that, and I'm still trying to gauge my own response to leaving it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So like to hear that kind of gave me hope, but like to hear, you know, it's it kind of that's where the thought came from. Is like he works there, he likes people, he seems to like his job. So, like, if they're all getting infected with this shit, because it's a scientific fact. That's one of the things, and I got off track, but the uh, Brett Weinstein podcast, The Dark Horse, mm-hmm. they were talking about on Joe's show that there is a a large body of people that are looking to not only present evidence that <clears throat> the current medical establishment is... He, they basically said that the reason why we are where we are today is because of, of not only a failure of science, but... A corruption of every single institution. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have the corruption of, like, how they dealt with, with Evergreen, where they got kicked out of the college because they weren't fucking progressive enough. Yeah. They weren't taking ideology over ideas. 
Yeah. Everything's been taken over with ideology. Did you see that professor that just quit um, in, I think it was in Washington, no, who I said, he literally just said what you just said. He's like, we've that. allowed ideology to take over ideas. Yeah. And uh, he said that, like, the whole thing is with science, with all this shit, because they were joking about Joe's whole, like, he might sue CNN because they fuck with him. They called, they told him, that, first of all, heart dewormer. Did, they, is that they, what they did said? Did you see the filter they put on him? Yeah, they made him look sick. They made him, they put a gray filter on his face to make him look gaunt. Yeah. But, like, they, they said he was taking horse dewormer. And never mind the fact that ivermectin, the reason why they don't use it is because, A, they don't want you to be healthy. B, they can't make any money on it because it's generic now. And then you have the fact that, like, the guy that created it got a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. The African countries. Remember when we were looking at the world sick map when that actually was, like, a thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's a thing still, but... And we were wondering why Africa really wasn't hit that hard? Because the government hands out ivermectin for various other reasons, but one of the purposes of the drug is also fucking antiviral. And these, But these people are taking it for other reasons and inherently not getting sick. Is that is that is that what we're going with that? Yeah. And did you see in the other group chat we've got what uh, Aaron the Red said? Mm, I mean, I've seen what he said, but I don't recall right off the top of my head. Let me find it. It was last night. Uh, ivermectin is on national back order. The hospital is allocated one box of twenty per week. So it's like they've. It's just like everything else. It's like, I mean, if you can't see the writing on the wall, right? The federal government is paying farmers mm-hmm. 1.5 times the amount of their crops worth to destroy their crops. And if they don't take the 1.5, then they lose their subsidy, mm-hmm. which they built a system over the last few decades to require a subsidy in order to survive as a farmer anyway. Yeah. As a small-time farmer. Mm-hmm. So even more and more farmers are not only destroying their crops... But they're saying, I'm destroying my crops, and I'm not going to be a farmer anymore. Going to leave open more land for fucking people like Bill Gates and Monsanto to buy up farmland. And then you've got like the things we've talked about in previous podcasts in the last couple of months. You've got fires at uh, local meat processing plants. Pork. you got a fucking new virus killing pork. Yeah. Massively destroying pork. Chickens cows all these plants are burning down there, there was videos we talked about before about all these cattle that have been slaughtered mm-hmm. like they're they're orchestrating a food shortage the same time they're orchestrating a medicine shortage of the things that'll actually fucking help you joe got over it in three days yeah i got over it in like three to five but uh, it was probably dumb luck alcohol and fucking vitamins yeah you know and who's to say and that's one of the things that uh they talked about from the dark horse the, the guys from dark horse Brett Weinstein, but he said one of the largest medical travesties of the day is that there's not a national, a federal push from the government to tell you that one of the biggest health crises that's causing this issue is a a lack of vitamin D3. Yeah. Because if everybody took D3, you know, and they're orchestrating this for the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Which in the northern hemisphere means less sunlight, less D three. Yeah, we're already fucking. Most people don't have enough exposure to the sun to make enough D three to keep them healthy in the first place. Yeah, you know we're not medical professionals. I mean, I'm lucky. I get to spend right now. I get to spend most of my day. I mean, you can see I've, yeah. I have a nice bronze. No one else can see him, but you look like a. You look kind of like Wesley Snipes <laughs> from Blade, especially with the teeth. 
and that weird. I really want to touch your sword, but I've seen what happens if I don't know what the what the twist. Oh yeah, yeah, it spikes you. Yeah, you got that fucking silver razor blade. Yeah, I. So there's two things you now know. I first of uh, all, I'm, a white I'm not guy. a vampire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then again, that could be a reverse fake because I had a theory that vampires exist and that they they made up all their myths about themselves so that like if we saw one in the daylight, we'd be like, oh, he's not a vampire. Obviously, that's a fucking story. Yeah. Well, I am definitely a vampire, and that's why I won't touch your handle. Uh, Brent Weinstein and Heather Haying. Yeah. So it's they, on Spotify, so I'm a. That's cool. Follow it. Their most recent episode that I listened to last night, they were talking about their. What's cool is like they're both academics. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're married or they're together. Yeah. And like the last episode, they were talking about like their experiences of tripping together. Hmm. And like using that as a means not of recreation, but like to challenge their ideas and like how, like if you reach a roadblock, like psychedelics in an academic, you know, mindset are great. to. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. I From past experience, I can tell you now that like some of my most like introspective, deep thought, like because yeah. you know what I feel like it does. It kind of like um, it completely rewires the brain. For a yeah. short period of time, and allows you to have access to all that fucking added bandwidth. It's like, it's like uh, normally you think of your brain, like the 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 house that your thoughts exist in is very small, right? Mm-hmm. And then like suddenly, it's like um, House of Leaves. You oh, open the long hallway. Fuck that book, right? <laughs> but you open the long hallway. You suddenly like you you've. Like you said, or like you said, I think a good exa- like you said the the bandwidth thing. Yeah. Like you suddenly you were going, you were downloading. You were on it, a like, dial-up connection, and then they kicked you up yeah. to a fucking. You were you were downloading like seven like seven megabytes a second, right? <coughs> and then it, it, it you some of these substances you take them, and suddenly you're like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like you're fucking in there. You're doing a you're doing more like probably about ten gigabytes a second. They're bringing <laughs> you shit fifty gigabytes a second or one hundred fifty gigabytes a second on a glass wire. Yeah. You're like, uh, if you've ever seen light. the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, yeah, boy. there's a scene where he's traveling to uh, Jupiter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as he's entering Jupiter's atmosphere- Not Saturn, though. Have you seen this movie? Yeah. Okay, so the scene where he's entering Jupiter's atmosphere, and it's just him sitting in the seat, and there's just streams of light and color coming past his face and everything like that. Like- <laughs> And you imagine if that were you, how frightening that would be, yeah, right? Right. <clears throat> like that's that's the kind of idea I'm getting with with this, where it 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 allows you to see avenues. You feel like Sherlock Holmes a little bit because you're allowed. You're it gives you the time to really hone in and focus on something. Like I don't know about some stuff. Like there's, I'm sure there's plenty of narcotics out there that I've never tried that don't do that. Yeah, that actually do the opposite of that. Like I'm, like I could think of a few that probably do that. Well, I mean, like heroin, you could uh, easily disconnect yourself from source with that and just be absorbed completely in physical pleasure. I imagine it's probably like a half measure as to what like what it's like for someone to die. It's like, but it's only part of it. It's not the yeah. whole thing. You're basically dipping your fucking toes into the uh, cosmic waters. But you don't. But it's still it's so murky. Yeah. You can't see nothing. Oh, I thought you meant like psychedelics. Well, no, no, not the psychedelics. I was talking about heroin. No, the, from everything that I've read and heard is that like heroin completely, that's one of the reasons why the uh, 
supposed Islamists hate it so much is because they say it disconnects you from source. Although those guys are boy fuckers and they throw gays off buildings, but yeah, I mean, you can't throw the baby out with the bathroom. And they also sell it to everybody else. So before I forget, and I'll get off this Brett Weinstein topic okay. of the Dark Horse podcast. One more shout out because of you know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've got two things, and then I'll shut up. <laughs> One is that they said, uh, I think Joe actually said it. He said, if you know the federal government actually give a fuck about you, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, mm-hmm. but uh. They would have a national call and some sort of national like reimbursement mm-hmm. of like gyms to open up gyms and to get money based on weight loss and muscle gained mm-hmm. because that's one of the things that they both agreed the, the reason why he one of the large reasons why he recovered so quickly is because he was in good shape. Yeah, he exercises, he eats right. That was part of it. Part of it because like you look at uh, what's his face, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. Did you see him? Well, he got the shot, too. But he was in the hospital. Right. Like, and he got really sick from COVID. He also had the shot. But you see what I'm saying, though, right? Like, it. So, like, he's super fit. Once you shoot a bioweapon into your body, I lose interest. But you get what I'm saying? Once you, like, those two are both fit. But you see the two different paths that they took. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. The and, comparison is stark. Yeah. And Joe, Joe's fucking off the chain. Yeah. The one thing that troubles me, uh, and this is... Just another tired thought that I had, and I want to hear what you have to think about it, because I feel like you're a good bellwether of my fucking sanity. Yeah. But, like, uh, listening to them talk, and the way that they broke down the whole COVID thing, and just, like, the current... Because they talked about tyranny in this episode, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, how do you prevent tyranny? Well, we don't really know how to prevent tyranny, <clears throat> because it always finds a different way to slip in the cracks. Again, paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But... I think the problem with there, there are a lot of good things. I I gained a shitload of value from that podcast, mm-hmm. right? But I'm nervous about the academic look at things. Like it's nice to know that they're looking at like an, in an academic level on a large scale. There is a massive look into the massive failure, the massive fraud, and the massive corruption that's going on right now in public health, and how this is all bullshit. My thing is, if you don't have, if you're so committed to the idea of academia, maybe not the the institution, but like the mindset of mm-hmm. science and like looking at things in a in a scientific way, we're to a point now with society that I feel like it's kind of late for that. I don't know, man. Do you not feel like, I mean, the writing's on the wall. Like I said, the, the, the news from yesterday to the news to me sleeping two hours this morning and waking up and looking at the news and being depressed at the things that I saw. You know, I said before, I feel like I've, I'm not as optimistic as I used to be. Yeah. Here's inevitably, like, this is where I stay optimistic, right? That things are going to get bad. Worse, yeah. Real bad, right? Yeah. The new meme is nice. But here, says, here's what it is, though. Things are bad, but they're about to get a lot worse. Is that, you know, what is inside your head and kept there Yeah, is no one else's. For now. Wait till Neuralink happens. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that's the thing, though. Like, and I think back to V for Vendetta where they talk about the idea, like. Ideas never die. They don't. It's like, I go back to Manly P. Hall. When he talks about being a torchbearer. Yeah, right. Freemasonry. Well, 
We, I mean, he's a real mason, though. Yeah, but he was, have, a, he, was a, a, he was a real mason. Yeah, though. you have light masons and dark masons. He but was he, a light mason. but he was like before their fall, and he even foretold it. He said, "You're going in the wrong direction with this." Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of being a torchbearer, and the idea that those people too, in their own way, are carrying a very similar torch. Yeah, the idea hasn't died yet, and as long as the idea exists, as long as I know. That I know it, and that I know that someone else knows it too. I believe there's hope. There will always be hope as long as those ideas don't die. Might be a bad example, but when I I heard that and I listened to it just the other day, so it's funny that you mentioned that. But uh, to me, it kind of came to me, and, and I was feeling some type of way. I wouldn't say I was under the influence, I was over the influence. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was high above it. But <clears throat> that whole idea that ideas never die, think about it this way. If you're if an idea is a seed, right, and you plant it, even if it doesn't grow right away to a thing that most people can see or pay attention to or grain fruit from, the idea is planted in the ground, right? So somebody stumbling across the idea is unknowingly pouring water upon it. Mm-hmm. Helping the plant grow. I think of. I just thought of it while we were talking about this, right? Yeah. Um. It's like the road, right? I hate that movie. You never read the book. I tried to, man. I couldn't do it. Okay, his, so his writing style. You, wrote, is you, fucking you watched terrible. the movie, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you remember <sighs> what the son says occasionally to the father during that film and in the book? Film me, no homo. Do we carry the fire? Hmm. It's a question, right? Yeah. That and you go to that book and all that. That's that's the idea. Metaphorical as fuck. You carry the fire, right? Yeah. Do you think of like let's go? Let's take this shit back. Take it all the way back to where fucking dudes, like stone stuck in stone age dudes who don't know shit right and let's say we're in old earth theory and there was something already and it got completely obliterated destroyed but guess what mankind still survived right and guess what they did they carried that fucking fire yep all the way fucking through it even in it's even in our darkest times even in the darkest moments of human existence men have carried the fire the whole fucking time. Yeah. I mean, we have literally, like, you think of fucking the Romans fucking wiping out entire civilizations of people. But guess what? We know they exist because you know why? Because somebody carried that fucking fire, man. You know what's That's diff- what it is. Like, the it one doesn't... thing that's different that's going to be interesting to see, I see what you're saying, and it kind of goes with that cycle theory. Like, you know, uh, the reason why, we've talked about it in numerous amounts of times about how the reason why there is a cult... You know, hidden from view, there's occulted knowledge. Yeah. Is because at the time, the power, the church, mostly the church, either the church or the government, mm-hmm. you know, government took over for the church, but they were stamping out knowledge. They were burning down libraries. Mm-hmm. They were killing people, torturing people to disavow their ideas and shit. That's why everything got occulted. What's weird to me is that, like, normally in, in history, you have dark periods where everything needed to be occulted. Mm-hmm. Where you and I would just be fucking like haberdashers or fucking, you know, making goddamn we're, we're, horseshoes. We're, we're, um, but at night we were passing on these ideas to the younger younger generation, no homo, in a in a form like uh, the Freemasons or 
we were like we were you have to like i believe we're coming upon a time we never actually reached a point of enlightenment though we reached a fake enlightenment where we went into a period of excess where no one seemed to care about the information well see that's the thing it's all it's all free right now right but, but no one's paying attention. But the thing, well, we get excess. we get what we can. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. If we can start the fire in another person, then then I've done my job, right? For sure. And that's like the whole like what what when you take it down to the foundation of why I do this show, in the grand scheme of things, <clears throat> that's the reason why. Right. Because if I, one of you out there listening, if I ignited it, I did what I needed to do to keep the torch going. Exactly. Right. So like trying to start a fire here, fellas. Now I'm going to tell you now. Here, here's and the thi- here's the thing. Um, there, like you said, things have to become occulted, and I believe we're coming up upon something like that. But we, that's the thing is, we never got out of that. It's like we we occulted it. Well, we went through an enlightenment period. We occulted it again, and then we went through a fake enlightenment. And it's almost like. If you look at the, the, the example that Mark Passiao gives of the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill, you have an example with the pyramid of the stonemasons. Mm-hmm. In that example are dark masons. They want to imprison everything. Mm-hmm. And then the light masons float above it in the illuminated eyeball. Yeah. And it's two warring factions of Freemasonry, mm-hmm. right? Well, <clears throat> in this cycle, we never actually got back to a point where people relearned Kybalion, occult principles, uh, law of attraction in the real way. And anarchy and lack of needing control, we kind of had this fake fucking industrial revolution that made everybody's lives nice. And then for like two, three, four generations, we just kind of fucking sat on our own dicks and played with Instagram and Facebook and all this shit. And then now we're going back into a part of a cult. Well, so let, it's like we have to cover it up again. Let, let me let me dally. Let me can I can I tiptoe through these proverbial tulips for a minute? Absolutely. Let me let me think about it like this. Like, what if? Think about it. Let's take it back to 1776, right? Yeah. We were coming up out of an age where we were, you know... Believing think, in dragonborn well, fucking god You think like a couple hundred years before, yeah. shit was all occulted. Right. Right? It had to. It had to be secret. And then <coughs> by 1776, you think of it like this. It, it had opened back up. It started to open back up again. Germinating. Right. Yeah. The, like the, the people who had kept the fire secret had started spreading it again right right and the ones who you know you look at the dollar bill and all that stuff what if at the time you think of it one way it could it it more likely is like the idea of the light versus the dark right but what if the idea of the symbol initially because this knowledge was starting to come back into the world this fire right and people were catching that it was a symbol for the idea that like holding the eye of providence at the top of the pyramid was saying to the rest of the like the the archons and whatnot these are the ideas we find we, we we're holding them up right this the fact we build this foundation upon the idea that we have created something where we can open up these ideas again and not worry about you cocksuckers trying to shut silence it again yeah right the but the problem is is that when you're talking about these ideas that come with this occulted knowledge the thing is is like and you know this, I know this, that there is a lot of shit in there when it comes to like, it hold, it wields a lot of power, right? Yeah. And the problem is, Mind is that control shit. Uh, absolute, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like for whatever intentions they had initially, sometimes you, 
if you cast a fire in somebody, that's the problem is it's no, it's you, once you've shared it, it's no longer all yours. No, it's somebody else's. That's and, where they got that selection from because and, they realized that some people that they would use it would use it the way these politicians and, and policymakers are using it today. Everyone's and using that's the pro- it. Well, that's the problem though. So we have to. The fire still exists, but a lot of these people are using it for their own gain. And that's the problem. Not societal gain. And that's why I'm saying we probably are coming upon a time where we need to start pull, holding away and hope that in a couple. I mean, unfortunately, it's going to be past our time, but a couple generations down the road, because we held it, right, the archons at the top do what they always do. They become lackadaisical, and they forget the fate, they forget the lessons from from the fire that their people taught them, and they start living debauched, and we see this. They're no longer abiding by by the laws and the rules that have been set upon them through the secret knowledge, right? But the people of Bomb see it, and then they they open up the flower, they open it up again, and they start starting fires amongst the little folk. Here's the thing that troubles me, and I want to know your opinion on this example. You have a, a modern day example that we've talked about in the last couple of shows, I think. North Korea. Okay. You have generations of people that are born into bondage. Yeah. <clears throat> and you hear, and it's bondage and slavery. Like there was a fucking story. First of all. I really need to have a notebook so I can just, like, sketch autistically while I talk so I don't forget shit. <laughs> That's why I got this right here, but I do just sketch autistically. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see... Now, don't, don't let me get too far away from this original idea. Okay. North Korea as a means of comparing occult knowledge, and then I'm going to get into the new clone of Kim Jong-un. Yeah, right? What the fuck? What I, the fuck? I came out in a group chat last night of his new body. Check that shit out. He definitely got, as the kids say, a glow up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I didn't even know that term. You just taught me that. Yeah. But I asked uh, DC Dietz in the chat, El Presidente. I said, uh, clone or steroids? And he said, clone. Something, I forget what he said. The ears are wrong or the forehead's wrong, something like that. Yeah, the hairline. It was the hairline, the hairline for him. Yeah. But here's what I would conjecture with that is, like I said, I like to ground myself in reality, right? Yeah. Um, oh, don't don't sleep on clone centers, I'm, I'm, bro. Listen, I'm not sleeping on it don't, either. All I'm don't. saying is, is that hairlines can be changed. I get it. Okay, you know you gotta you gotta sometimes like sometimes shit gets a little fan, fantastical. Fantastical. You have to apply Occam's razor to shit. Uh, we need to, to do see, sh- to see if it fucking if it cuts proper. You know, and that's another thing. You think about things like Occam's razor. <laughs> that's some shit that's going. Right into the secret fucking fire lantern that I'm keeping for myself. We need to do a show on cloning centers. Oh, we definitely should. Because I'll have to look that up again. I learned it from listening to B.O.B.'s mixtapes of like uh, Earth, Air, Fire, and Water on YouTube. Check it out. B.O.B. Earth. But uh, the dude that he got his information from, I went through a fucking goddamn litany of podcasts listening to this motherfucker and reading all of his shit and... I am, it's us. Yeah. But anyway, back to North Korea, uh, before I forget autistically, uh, squirrel, but <laughs> it's a, not a good, I sound like an Italian, in my own head I sounded Italian there. It's a sound of good. It's a sound of good. It doesn't seem good to me that we have an example of a multi-generational culture that's built into a prison and... To look into it, the only thing that was helping them there for a while was that there were South Koreans, I'm sure the CIA was involved, a bunch of other fucking intelligence agencies 
were giving them like USB drives and like cheap ass laptops and little fucking things to view like current culture on, right? Like that's that's bullshit. It's fluff. Yeah. You know, you're basically trying to inject a prison colony in the ideas of another prison colony. Yeah. But where is the fucking torch over there? And if you look Ugh. at the supposed NASA photo, you know, because we live on a flat Earth, but what I'm saying is like the globe photos of uh, <laughs> the globe photos of North Korea at night. It's dark, man. Yeah. Is that a metaphor or is that legit? Because honestly, you want to know what I think North Korea is? I think it is um, beta testing for Chinese policy. Did you listen to that? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I, I really think that's yeah. what. Like, I think that's why they exist. Where they're trying out the, the what they really want to do. And it's you know what it also scale. is in the grand scheme of things. You know what else North Korea is? It's a straight up Chinese flicks. Yeah, because like there is some serious Geneva Convention defying. Fucking everything I, about like, that. Country. There is some. There is so much crazy shit going on, and we are just like the West has just put up blinders. I can't do that. <laughs> the West has just put up blinders, yeah. right? Because you know why? Because they're scared of China. It's a Chinese flex. They're like they're literally letting who the fuck scared of Winnie the Pooh? They're literally letting crimes against humanity happen. I would stab that dude, in Minecraft. But nobody fucks with them. Yeah. Why? Because it is a Chinese. <laughs> flex and nobody wants to fuck with them they are fucking terrified of them yeah that is why that is the, 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 did you listen to that episode of joe rogan with that north korean defector yeah what'd you think that was good i mean she's she's like i said you know she said she's seen it here you know comparing it to like the the way that she explained it to like what we're going through now with this whole fucking privilege argument and, like, shitting on white people and shitting on all this. Yeah. And, like, they talked about that, too, in that Brett Weinstein podcast on Joe's show of, like, the the the, the disturbing amount of arguments that are being made right now about dehumanization from one side or the other. Yeah. Like, the unvaccinated, they compared them to, to plague rats. Yeah. Like, you're getting right back into some shit. Yeah. You know? That didn't happen that long ago. Yeah. So, yeah. What are we doing? And I think it I just hope that uh some sparks that we've laid or sparks that somebody's laid to spread the fucking torch have um awoken enough people. I mean, I honestly think that if enough people just said fuck you, it would stop. Yeah. Like they they but they're so quick right now in um preventing dissension. Did you see that remember we talked about the the trucky rally? Or what do they call them? Yeah. The truckies in Australia. Yeah. It got fucking overtaken. It got co-opted. So it didn't do shit. Yeah. But the thing is, people just need to, to stop organizing, stop creating these groups, and just do it. Yeah. Because if you don't allow, like you said, you know, it comes from the mind. Mm-hmm. If you just do it yourself, and everybody just maybe, I mean. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to have to require... You remember in <laughs> you remember in Independence Day where they, <laughs> they have no means of communication left except the telegraph and they're like vigorously telegraphing to all these other countries yeah. how to how to kill the aliens, right? Or to coordinate the attack or whatever. Like that's pretty much what you're gonna have like there's gonna have to be some crazy weird fucking mirroring shit for the most part, because you gotta understand, like, you trying to organize any group of people anymore uh is virtually impossible online. 
I'm yeah. I'm here to tell you now that it doesn't matter what service that you uh you subscribe to and how you communicate how you think you're communicating with people. Yeah. Uh they know. <laughs> they're listening. They're listening and they're going to do things to subvert you like if you say you're going to show up here they're going to send uh, agent, uh they're going to send agent provocateurs and get you all whipped up and then they're going to do shit that that's going to hurt people. What's that other shit where they have that that technology where within a certain area, if they see enough dissenters in a certain area, they can project a certain amount of news onto those devices to make them activate. Yeah. Like, and this leads me to a story. I don't. We didn't talk about this before the show because I forgot about it. But uh, so I would go on to say uh, my advice when it comes to all that would be: um, it's got to be an organic revolution. Keep it. I would especially keep it community based, at least initially. And we're not talking don't, about violence. Don't, of course. No, 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 we no. We have to no, say that. Because I'm not talking. No, we're I, not calling for listen, violence. Listen, no, I am not calling for violence. But understand that. Um, I mean, I, like, like I said, like we it's have. A, to, it's a tricky wicked, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not calling for violence. That's the thing. I know that, but what I'm saying is that's what they're going to paint it as. That's what's going to fucking. But that's the thing. Say you, that's you what's going to pull say the episode. Down. You and me create a community, right? Yeah. We trust each other, right? Yeah. If, say, somebody came to your house and was arresting you, I trust you so much to know that if you're telling me, like, this isn't right, this isn't right, or, you know, that I'm just trying to keep this as white as possible, you yeah. know, like, just like, let's say gray, yeah, right? As gray as possible. Um, People get mad. Let's keep this as gray as possible. Uh, you. This isn't right. This is right. This isn't right. Um, I'm gonna trust you that I need to take measures to stop what is happening. Right. Do you see what? Like, that and goes, I know. I know. I'm not. I like. And, we both and, and this know. is the kind of shit you got to knit together with your community, with your neighbors, and all that stuff. So they know. Like, they see this happening. They're like, no, 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 no. This isn't. This isn't right. This dude's a good guy. We need to get off the phones. Right. And we need to be talking to our neighbors again. Right? You need to know your fucking neighbors. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. All of us need to know our fucking neighbors. Like, because I'm going to tell you right now, stay off the fucking social media shit. Yeah, fuck it's, that. It, that's garbage. Yeah. I have it, but I, get, I, I, I get, literally use it for nothing. I like, get <laughs> sick at looking at it, even for the podcast. Yeah. So, Which is completely blackballed, whatever. Yeah. Not, not important. But create yourself a network of people. You know? preferably some people around you that you could communicate in person rapidly. You know, like you can, you can get a hold of them pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I think that um, with some of the revelations that have come out about how the intelligence agencies are able to push uh, specifically, you know, I, I this is on Marfugel that I heard this. They had an expert call in who was an, uh, an ex-intelligence person. Mm -hmm. They're able to literally download porn, child porn to your phone. Or to your tablet or your computer. Yeah, fuck all that. I mean, they can do that, and then they can just, like, oh, look at this guy. He's got this shit. So, I would be hyper aware of any coming accusations that happen yeah. to these to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're all about our shit. You yeah. Know? I'm not saying there aren't fucking creeps out there that get caught from time to time, but like, like you're saying, on a personal basis, you and I both know to keep it gray... There's no black in our lives. You know? Yeah, we're not like listen. There's I, no, there's no black activity. I know. I can't. Let's just say, fuck. Uh, here's here's the wrong way to say. Can't say black either. 
I I want you guys to I I'm absolutely a hundred percent. This is a hundred percent honest. I yeah. am not. There is zero bullshit here. Like, I'm here to tell you right now. And I know this sounds weird coming out of you, normally people don't say or maybe people say this and maybe I've just grew up in a world where you're not supposed to say this. I am a good person. There are no good people. No, I'm a good person. I know. I'm just saying we we talked about it before the show. I'm talking about fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing like by when I say that, you have natural law on your side. You're not doing any natural law violations. No. I have never committed an act of na- uh, against natural law in my life. Space. If you want me to edit this out, I will. Uh, the worst thing you're going to find on any of our fucking uh, web searches is on one of cream pies. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, like, you know what? The what, like, And let's put it this way. If it is anything past my uh, search history, <laughs> when it comes to, mind you, completely and utterly legal uh pornography right right <laughs> um it is a fiction yeah it's fake i want you to understand that like granted i don't i don't want to share my search history with anybody no nor should you because you, you're you know fourth amendment yeah but i need you're gonna but search your then again like <laughs> it's not like I, it's not like i literally like if they dropped my search history i'm saying <laughs> this right now my legitimate search history it wouldn't ruin my life. Cool. It would just be super <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I still, you listen, I still can experience shame. Yeah. So, like, right. <laughs> it would be very embarrassing if people saw my search history. But I also would not go to jail for it. There's not uh, a goddamn thing that either of us do that, na- that violates natural law that hurts another person. Yeah. So, like. That should be the fucking litmus test for people in 2021. Yeah. Now I'll know I'll never be a politician. <laughs> no, I don't think you would be either because you hate power. No, first of all, first of all, I will say this about my search history. Like, there are way, a whole lot more cocksuckers out there that, like, I don't even want to know what the fuck's going on with them, right? Like, if it meant to be, you know what? You know what? I think this is a good idea. Hear me out on this. What if, in order to run for public office, one has to release their entire search history? Do you know how many people would completely get rid of a search history at that moment? Like, seriously, like I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, like, you are literally laying your <laughs> your <laughs> your whole machinations, yeah. everything about yourself is literally dropped on the table. This dude spent sixteen hours in a month watching fucking people's feet while they smoke cigarettes. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Like even my like my follow page on Reddit, I'm really not cool with other people. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. I'm just saying, man. But like, I mean, I think it's a good idea. I don't ever plan on fucking running for office though, because uh, I don't want to make decisions uh, about people's personal lives. Does that? I mean, because I feel like if that the the whole point of a politician <laughs> at this point is to affect people's lives. Uh, I want my whole goal in life would be to affect people's lives as little as humanly possible. Minus, you know, <laughs> minus the methamphetamine use. I'm pretty much Adam Kokesh. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm good my on, I'm good on meth. If I could get fucking elected, although I do like ECA, I won't lie about that. <laughs> oh, ECA, listen, ECA though. 
That's like the come, basis. It's like a. It's like baby meth. Come on, though, man. Just, I mean, we're just being in the spirit of honesty. Listen. It's like baby meth. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, it, like there is nothing. Like I've done many ECA stacks, and let me tell you something. Fantastic. I'm also not doctors. So fucking don't take love them. Yeah, don't take it. Don't take it at all. Do not take it. I'm telling you that right now. Don't fucking take it. And be and then don't like and if you did take it, don't you dare go to the goddamn doctor and be like, Well bone to top Like, no, I'm not about that life. That is a choice I made for myself. Yeah. And uh that's the thing. I mean if, if you I want I was a politician <laughs> and I would tell you first of all, make your own choices, don't hurt other people. Here's natural law, familiarize yourself with it, and we are shutting down the federal government. Yeah. And y- you know what I w- I'm gonna say? I'm gonna make a comment about the ECA stack. That's all I'm gonna say, right? Um, and this is just my opinion. I am neither a medical professional, uh, nor in the medical field whatsoever, but this is my review. Like if it was on Amazon, this is what I would say. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10, five stars. No, that's great. It's the bee's knees. If you actually go through the Buns and Tubs, uh, <laughs> YouTube page, bunsandtubs.com forward slash, I think it's Buns and Tubs show. Yeah. You'll find a... <gasps> I guess a goddamn fucking hiccups. There's no way to edit out hiccups either. <laughs> oh, are you serious? I mean, I mean, I, I thought the, I thought you figured you could cut that out. Like, oh no, it would just be a bunch of like, like that big one. Then, like, <laughs> and then we, I mean, I'm gonna do my best. I mean, you you do you. You always do a good job, I anyways, man. I do the best I can. You do. Listen, I do such a good job at editing that I get rid of the last episode. You know, because <laughs> I was drunk. Well, no, you know what? That's called artistic integrity. You decided yeah. that. It, our last episode was not worthy of the Bones and Tubs stamp of approval. The topics were great, but and you, fucking, I'm and, stumbling and around. you threw it in the memory hole. I literally, and went, I'm not mad at you for it. I literally went home and woke up and forgot most of the night. That's like, how far I'm I was. at a point in the show where if I'm not putting out, if I feel like I'm not putting out quality content, yeah, or you feel like you're not putting out quality content, throw it in the motherfucking. We memory basically hole. hung out in front of microphones. That's where I'm gonna leave it at. But you know what? I had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. We do that all the fucking time. You guys should be used to this shit by now. And I know that if, if this is your first episode, like, it is what it is. But I feel like, like, so far, like, you know, I felt like me and you were having a conversation, but I always felt like the best podcasts were the ones, there was two types that I like that we do. There's the ones where we, in theory, are talking to an invisible third person. Yeah. That's the listener. Um, I like that. Right. For sure. I mean, they don't literally, we're like, and then we leave space for them to talk. We don't, you know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. like, there could be a third person in this room right now, and they would be completely into this conversation with us. They'd want a third microphone. Yeah. And then the other ones I like, the, ugh, I can't talk. The other ones I like are the ones where we get honed in super topical on one thing and really just like fucking. I wish we could do more topical episodes, but right now it's so goddamn crazy that I can't even fucking pay attention. Did you see this story? I wanted to hit you with this before we get too far into the end. Okay. Uh, speaking of signals, like where were you talking about, what was that movie? The Will Smith one. I would say that Will Smith's our savior, but he's a fucking Scientologist. Wait, which Will Smith one? Oh, Independence Day. Independence Day, yeah. where they were using uh, Telegraph. Yeah, yeah, to right? communicate with all the other countries and shit. So this came out on August 25th. A signal from space is on a 16-day cycle. Scientists just ruled out an explanation. I'm not going to read it, but... There's a fucking, supposedly, air quotes, supposedly, there's a signal coming from space that's on a 16-day repeat. 
and it's blasting at the earth. You know, this is how arrogant they are. You want to know how arrogant they are? What? They will literally tell us something that is 100% legit <coughs> and know that 99.9% of us are not going to give two fucks about it. Yeah, because you look at it on some bullshit, like, uh, you know, it's some bullshit website that puts it out. Although NASA's talking about it, never a straight answer. But that's the thing, though, like, agency. this this alleviates them of any cause cosmic rebound right exactly they're getting rid of their their cosmic karma you're right because they told they told us 100 percent. but nobody but that's the thing though and then you're like well how am i supposed to intercept a signal myself and it's like well that's the thing well that's the thing though all of that knowledge lays before you the only thing stopping you from obtaining the knowledge to be able to obtain that signal is you yourself well that and uh you look at like the power structures at hand it kind of goes back into the hands of covid where you actually cannot physically buy without having like a shoe in the door uh, the right kind of microscope to supposedly look up these things. Because imagine if you got to listen to that, right? Yeah. And what if it was like some profound shit and we're missing out on it? Like, what if this is like something trying to reach out to not them, but us? Yeah. It goes back to that conspiracy theory of uh, the reason why they they used a fucking metallic miniature robot shot to shut down the frequency of the 5G or the 5D uh, evolution. Yeah. Like maybe there's things coming from space. Maybe there's some sort of cosmic upload in the... uh, Well, that's the thing. What if this signal, you don't need a billion dollar piece of equipment or even a million dollar, even a hundred dollar piece of equipment? What if you already had the equipment? Yeah, and you're, was in your head? and you're so fucking bogged down by all the horse shit. You can't even meditate. That you're not able to even try to tune yourself into the shit. What if you could literally fucking go out, sit there, meditate, and really not think about any of the bullshit they're throwing at us, all the nonsense, and you really thought about it? And what if you were able to tune into that shit? Yeah. I actually uh, saved a video for you earlier that kind of explains the state of society. It's called Depressed Nachos. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to shout out the, the creator here in a second. But this is where they've got us in society. And, and keep in mind, I know we've mentioned it before on the show. If you're depressed right now, you are too focused on the past. If you're anxious, as I am always anxious, you're focused too much on the future. The idea is to get your mind to shut the fuck up enough to be in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the reason why we can't decipher these signals, perhaps, or the reason why we're being led as we are, is because we are uh, stuck in these cycles of ill repute that they force upon us. But this video is on TikTok, titled Depressed Nachos. Welcome to Depressed Cooking, episode two. Today we're making depressed nachos. I'm going to start with some tortilla chips. I like to get blue corn because it feels healthy. So you're just going to take your chips over to the couch and just eat them straight out of the bag until you're tired. And now we're just going to lie down for a while until we're hungry again. Alright, now we're going to go back to the kitchen and get some cheese. Welcome. <laughs> that's like society, man. That's Dude, what they've I, got us at I, right now. That is definitely a vibe that I felt 
Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, like, I realized it the other day that I don't know if I've reached an apex or the bar has just been lowered, but I find myself, I come home from work, right? I'm doing keto, right? Yeah. And, you know, I come home from work and I'm very hungry, right? Yeah. Because it, the keto makes you burn food real quick. So it doesn't matter what I eat. It's already fucking gone, right? Good luck uh, eating three ribeyes, motherfucker. So, like, exactly. And I really don't want to get the meat sweats again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'll come home and I'll be driving home from work. And I'll think about how exciting I get to go home. First thing I get to do, I take my work clothes off. I put them up and everything. And then next, I say hi to my dogs, of course, and my What's wife. Up? What's up, dog bitches? Yeah. But the thing that I'm really anticipating is going into the kitchen, grabbing a jar of peanut butter. And just smashing them. Open it up and get my spoon out. And <laughs> I tell myself, I'm just going to take two bites. You know, just curb this hunger till dinner time and I'll be all right. And then like six bites later, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I ate like a third of a jar of peanut butter again. Yeah. And then I close the jar. Why do I do this? <laughs> Why do I do this? So that is definitely a vibe right now, man. Yeah. Like, I want to shout that channel out. Her name is Elizabeth Joke. <coughs> at Elizabeth Jokes. At Elizabeth Jokes on so like, TikTok. She's when, when everything goes to hell and we are just like, uh, I don't know, in some fucked up dystopic fucking uh, Armageddon. You find out how to make peanut butter, Listen, motherfucker. Oh, I've already made peanut butter, dude. I know how to make this oh, shit. thank God. Yeah, I'm good. It's easy. You take peanuts and then you put them in some sort of crushing blending device. Where do you device. buy the hydrogenated oil at? You just put a little. You don't have to put hydrogen oil oil in okay. it. You could just put just like a little, just a dab of uh, peanut oil, like this. Like you just put a little bit like in in like when you dab, blend it up, dab. and it makes a very creamy, natural peanut butter. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you now that like all shit hits the fan. You know, I got some ideas of things that I'm I need to get right. But high list of priorities. Like if shit's just bad, you know, I I you know maybe it's bad, but maybe it's good. Like, you know, I just spent my day. Like, half of my day getting clean water, right? Yeah. And I'm back to the house, and, you know, I still got to fucking keep the, keep you know, keep the wood-burning stove going because it's wintertime or whatever. Cold as fuck. Right. We're all living in one room to conserve heat. For sure. And, like, you know, uh, that squirrel that I killed, you know, it's two days old, but there was still a little bit left on it. You know, we, we each get a little bit, and then... As a family, I pull out the, <laughs> the five-gallon bucket of peanut butter, and I have one spoon that I keep for all of us, and it's like a communal thing. Like, You're some bitches because it's not a clean spoon, and you smack him. And then like a thousand years down the road, there's some religion where like, as part of some sort of communion, there's a giant vat of peanut butter at the the front of the fucking congregation and you have to go up and like the priest just has one fucking spoon and he like dips it up in there and like sticks it in their mouth and everybody gets to eat a bite of peanut butter like i don't know it's weird but no i get it man <laughs> i totally vibe with that <laughs> yeah right like it's just uh, you know it i don't know how i'm gonna do keto in the apocalypse i think i might just have to forego it but i feel like uh, actual starvation would probably help the issue too <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like <laughs> Because that's going to be a thing. so I don't think keto is going to matter in the future because we won't be fucking fluff with goddamn Twinkies and fucking cakes and fucking pastas. Which sucks because, listen here, 
Your boy Bones. He's a pastophile. You imagine like 60 years down the road, you're an old man, right? Actually, goddamn, you'd be old. Let's say 50 years Probably down the road. Probably fucking dead, yeah. Let's say 50 give years me, down the road. You're like an old-ass man. You're like... Family is like living on like some sort of fucking shanty homestead, you know, growing your own crops and stuff like that. Like you've, you made it, right? Yeah. And it's like your fucking 90th birthday, right? And they're like, what the fuck are we going to get grandpa? And you're sitting there and they start singing happy birthday to you and they bring you what they've brought you every year for the last like 20 years, which is a plate of homemade fettuccine alfredo oh my God. for your birthday Talking and that you only get it once a year it's your special they only you only have the resources to make one batch of fettuccine alfredo once a year you want to talk about a food gasm <laughs> grandpa's pants are wet the hardest part's going to be procuring the parmesan cheese you know <laughs> just remember me when i come to your doorstep and i'm like i need peanut butter <laughs> You shall share. <laughs> Listen, share like, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a greeting. Like I will share. Like if I invite somebody in the house, you know, like in well, Game of Thrones, brought shitty crackers. Like, and I was like, <laughs> if, it's like uh, you know, Game of Thrones, where like you go over to someone's house, they have to offer you bread and salt, right? Yeah. Like that's my thing. Yeah. I, you come to my house, I offer I you. I have crushed peanuts I, and oil. I had. You must imbibe in the the traditional <gasps> Imhoff family peanut butter. You, then you will be safe under my roof. <laughs> There's no red weddings here, friends. No, no, they're no. Nah, that's that's yeah. When I say I go back to what I said before, I'm a good person. I would never do anything. If if that's a I terrible fucking idea. If I fucking hate you, you will know that I hate you. I have never. <laughs> and you could sit. You could. Yeah. You are. Listen. They come to the door and they're like, "Can I have some peanut butter? I brought some whatever to trade." And you're like, "Agree to disagree." And yeah. You shut the door. Listen. You, you, yeah. You, this. you have to back me up on this one. <laughs> when i don't like somebody i have no fucking there's no, chill yeah, there's no need to let them know that you don't like them oh wait sorry okay, one right, more no, thing no, okay i just wanted to play respects to brad spurlock yep that shit's fucking terrible yeah and i wanted to fucking let it be known i'm sad that i missed the funeral I just saw it the other day and i wanted to put it on the podcast at least to immortalize him in some way yeah, you know, certainly we're being broadcasted out in space, and people will hear his name on the Earth, and they will perhaps hear his name on the planet. Yeah, rest in power. Yes, sir. Yeah, you will be missed. But I think that about wraps it up for us. I was going to read the thing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I am a piece of shit. No, <laughs> no, you're not. I just got to find somebody that shared it on Facebook. God damn it! You always felt like. Uh, like other than the the slightly more authoritarian nature of their country now, I always felt akin to like maybe I was part Canadian or something. Yeah, I just feel like I try to have a polite nature, but you know, also uh, I always feel like they're all good. But uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, uh, like I'll take case in point. The other day, right? We were out for Tobin's birthday, right? <laughs> And we went and got, wait, what were you about to read? Go ahead with your story. What were you about to read? Just go ahead. It's I, okay. your story, a dumb post that I realized because I just logged on Facebook and then I wanted to read uh, the obituary. Okay, okay. So we're out eating lunch, right? And uh, Midday meal, come on. Yeah, we were having uh, sushi because that's what Toby's wanted. Yeah. Mind you, she had cooked sushi. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew that already. I don't think I ever mentioned it on the show, but Tobin's is pregnant. Yeah. Uh, she's due in December. Shout out, baby, baby tubs. Probably should have told you guys sooner, but uh, another baby tubs is on the way. Pretty sure they know. If they don't, now they do. They do if now. If you don't know, then now you know. You know? I honestly don't remember ever mention, really mentioning on the show, like making any kind of announcement or anything. Right. Uh, which I feel bad for because we're supposed to be better than that. Well, yeah. I'm supposed to be better than that. We we get caught up in a lot of things. But um, yeah, so she's due in December, but it was her birthday. Yeah. So we're there. We There's this family nearby us. Uh, this, wom- this woman with, she had four kids with her. All probably under the age of 12. She's fucked at least four times. Right. So, we eat. They're like kind of being loud shit. It's whatever. I'm, the, I'm not, I don't really care that much, right? Right. We go to leave. They're already outside. She's like out in front of the restaurant taking selfies of herself, right? Yeah. And her kids are just going fucking buck wild. They're running around fucking down the sidewalk, all sorts of shit. Trying to get hit by cars and shit. So, like I walk out of the restaurant. And I thought we were parked on one side, and we weren't. So me and little little tubs, the older little tubs, uh, we went one way, tubs and the first. Tobin's went the other because she knew where we were parked. But my dumbass had no fucking clue. <coughs> but she's like, "Hey, we're parked over here." I was like, oh, "Okay." So we walk past him again, and their kids, her kids, are still going buck wild. One of them almost runs into me, and I give him a classic Midwestern ope. Oh. Right, whatever. I'm still like completely you passive. Know, you rep Ohio, bitch. But then another one of them runs past. And knocks over little tubs, like blast them, fucking right into a wall, and then he fell on the concrete. What the fuck! And I like turn around and look, and like the kids stop, and yeah. I'm like, I go to pick him, I go pick him back, pick him up because he he boffed, like he fucking slammed into him. I'm like, are you okay? Crying and shit. No, he wasn't crying. He's a tough guy. Oh. He ain't gonna cry. It's just a little, it's just a skin knee. That's all he said. Okay. Yeah, he's nine now, so Savage. you know, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. He, he can express himself however he wants. I've always told him that. But mm-hmm. uh didn't want to cry. So I helped pick him up, right? And the kids are still goofing off, right? Yeah. And the woman looks over and looks at him, looks at this whole scene going on. And she's like, oh, sorry. So sorry. And I just like turn around and I stared at her. Like Control I, I, your mongrels, whore. I feel like I blasted a psychic wave straight through the back of her skull. You took three years off her life. That basically said, are you a fucking savage? Right. Have you forgotten all civility? If she hadn't forgotten the face of her father, she would have beat her kids. Because I knew I couldn't say anything because I told Tobin's later, I was like, honestly, I was like, I'm to a point in my life where I really don't want to end up on A, unless it's really... Meredith, A, a World Star video, or B, someone's fucking TikTok yeah, live or whatever. Yeah, you're already on innumerable watch lists. Why yeah. add anything else to that? So, but I feel like I did this more civil thing, and I simply blasted just a complete wave of negative energy straight into the back of her Have head. a nice day. And just, I didn't say anything to her. Right, but I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the feel. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I just, I thought that... Uh, I was going on to look for the obituary, and my mom tagged me in a post of her friend... Paula, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> my first thought from this picture is when when she was younger and I was a baby, and Paula was younger and her daughter was a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Not only is my head the biggest head in this photo, but because <laughs> I have a giant head. I don't know if you guys have looked at my pictures. I don't think you have a giant head. Listen, it's big. So... <laughs> All my kids have huge heads too. I think it's proportional though, man. Like 
what to my fucking. It's a proportionality <laughs> thing. Like I don't think you have a, ge- a, a, a generally large cranium. I, I think mean, instead of my head being proportional to my body, I mean maybe now it's normal. But like when I was a kid, I had like an adult head. Yeah, it's like I said, it's like a proportional thing, right? Like, Somehow my genes were like, hey, bro, have an adult head and then a baby body for the rest of your like, life until you're a grown up. <laughs> like I said, I think it's fine now. I'm about to post on this thing and then copy it and put it on Instagram. But like my head is bigger than anything in this photo. <laughs> look, look how fucking big my head is <laughs> so big holy shit it's i told you man <laughs> that, now man. you see i ended up it's a big ass head see like i say i have a fat head right that's a big head though yeah that's a big ass head fuck you yeah i don't Not I, you but me yeah i have a fat head and that comes from both sides of my family uh I come from a long line of fatheads on both sides of the family. <laughs> like, uh, like you know, uh, what's his face? Do you know? There's but there's Mister Fathead from Rocco's Modern Life. You know? Yeah. Like, look at my dad. You talking about Mister Bighead? Mister Bighead. That's it. <laughs> like, okay, think about dad. Yeah. Just think about him in your mind's eye, right? Dude, yeah. You know, he he's got a big head, like a fat head. It's okay. I got one too. You know? Yeah. And my grandpa. Like I said, it goes down both ways because my mom's dad had a fucking. The women don't have big heads, but my my mom's dad definitely had a fat head. It's okay. I've come to terms with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I like get even it. if I lost, like you have a, to, you like have I lost to. 150 pounds, I would still be a dude with a fat head. I mean, I'm okay with it. You got that brain? It's a brain carriage. That's how no, I look. That's at the it. thing. It's all, but that's the thing. The fat part is all right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not up here. Ugh. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. God damn it. Did that not send? I would hate to comment twice. That'd make me look like a real fool. Like your head's so big you can't even comment right, you fat-headed fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We're just two dudes with fat heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, we both, uh, it's just the way it is. I've come to terms with that fact. You know what I mean? All right, here we go. I'm going to read the obituary. It's a bit long, but it's deserving. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bradley A. Spurlock. July 12th, 1967 to September 7th, 2021, age 54. Brad A. Spurlock, age 54, of New Vienna, passed away peacefully at his home on Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Born in Washington Courthouse on July 12th, 1967, he was the son of Roger and Connie Armstrong Spurlock of Hillsboro. He is survived by his loving wife of 20 years, Jennifer Hopkins Spurlock. The two were united in marriage on July or on June 18, 2001. Brad spent 20 years with his true soulmate, sharing the many trials and triumphs that made them stronger. Brad served in the U.S. Air Force with the 335th Fighter Squadron in Operation Desert Storm. He spent more than 25 years working for the Ohio Department of Corrections, both at Ross Correctional Institution and Lebanon Correctional Institution, where he rose to the rank of major. He and his wife also owned Red Barn Primitives in New Vienna, which sold many of the beautiful handmade pieces Brad built over the years, or ones that he had picked on their many vacations together. Brad enjoyed United States history and traveled with his wife to Gettysburg and other historic places. Brad had many hobbies and interests, including the Civil War as well as John Wayne, and anyone who knew him could see it in his western room at home. He loved the outdoors, from hunting to fishing to riding motorcycles. He was also a fan of Ohio State University. He was devoted to his family as a son, husband, father, brother, grandfather, and uncle. 
with a strong bond that couldn't be broken. He felt honored and blessed to become a member of the Singing Spring Community Church family, whose love and unwavering support showed <clears throat> the true hands and feet of the Lord. He loved coaching youth sports, first for his own children and then later for his two grandchildren, <clears throat> whose sports he had the privilege of coaching with his daughters. He loved riding horses and caring for them and the other animals on his farm. His favorite meal was his mother's beef noodles. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at reading. It's okay. Which was the one dish he always wanted to eat, even if he was ill. <clears throat> In addition to his parents and his wife, Brad is survived by his daughters, Brittany of Leesburg and Bethany of Hillsboro. Also left to cherish his memory are his stepchildren, Rachel and Rebecca Houck of Middletown and Grant of Leesburg. Cole, Peyton, Mason, Mitchell, Lily, Aiden, Easton, Brock, and Graham, and his brother Brian, Spurlock, and niece, Pearl Spurlock, along with numerous aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends. Family will receive friends on Thursday, September 9th, 2021, 5 to 8 p.m. at Littleton Funeral Home in Sabina, where funeral services will be held <clears throat> on Friday at 10 a.m. <sighs> Burial will follow at the cemetery at Auburn United Methodist in Vienna. In lieu of flowers, please consider a donation to the Kidney Cancer Association, 2777 Allen Parkway, Suite 424, Houston, Texas, 77019, Sinking Spring Community, Church, 23 North Main Street, Sinking Spring, Ohio, 45172, Companions for Heroes, 620 Sea Island Road, Suite 148, St. Simons Island, Georgia, 31522, or America's Vet Dogs, 371 East Jericho Turnpike, Smithtown, New York, 11787. To send flowers to the family or plant a tree in memory of Brad A. Spurlock, please visit the floral store. Sheesh. That's a good dude. Yeah. He, like I said, he will be missed and... Even as a major, right? Yeah. You know, I'm, I can't implicate you in any of these things because we work in different places. But yeah. when I worked in that shithole mm -hmm. and uh, I was in the visit room and I was going through it, because I'm terrible at paperwork. It kind of translates from my childhood of not ever turning in homework. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a, stark, fucking, there's a stark fucking comparison to never turning know, in homework. And I know that's true because I went to school with you. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow they passed me. They passed me because I wore a shirt that says, I surfed the tsunami 2004. Man, listen. They didn't want me back. You know what? Down the road, we should do a pot. We should do an episode where we just tell stories from when we were, like, kids. Like little kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, for sure. The shenanigans. I was a shithead. This, oh yeah, I me. Mean, I, I was like, yeah, I was. I was a. Sh I was a shithead. I'll say it. I was a. I was a shithead by proxy. Does that make sense? Like you were friends with me, or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I, I feel like until I reached psychedelic drugs, I was a shithead, and I just made everyone around me worse. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> You don't disagree. So, <laughs> whatever. Go fuck yourself. Oh, come on. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But 
I don't know, man. I was going through it one day because I forgot to turn in some leave forms, and yeah. uh, I'm getting pretty high up on the disciplinary disciplinary chain yeah. at that place. And I guess he just walked through. He was walking through the key room, which is behind me. There's a couple windows behind you that you can see in the visit room, mm-hmm. and um, he could tell something was wrong just by my fucking countenance. I'm sitting in an empty visit room, and I'm like staring off in the fucking space. <laughs> And he just walked in for no goddamn reason at all and was like, what's up, bud? You all right? And I was like, I'm all right, man. I'm just dealing with this fucking cocksucking discipline coming from the LRO, which is a labor relations officer, a fucking cocksucker. His sons are both gay, and he looks like he slept (laughs) on a fucking sanding board, but whatever. I'm not here to to judge anyone um, except myself, Mm. but... He was like, well, what happened? And I was like, I took off a couple days, like a few weeks ago, and I forgot to put the time in, man. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And he's like, God damn. I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> he said, I hate this fucking place. He's like, what days were they? He's like, write them down for me. I said, all right. I wrote them down. He's like, I'll be right back. He went to his office, and he looked on the calendar to make sure he was there those days, and then he came back with signed leave forms, and he's like, fold these up and put them in your back pocket. And ride home with them. Keep them in your back pocket for a couple of days and then turn them in when you go in for your disciplinary hearing. And uh, just give them the pink form. That way it looks worn, you know, <laughs> and it looks like the the other people lost the forms. Yeah. And I was like, fucking thank you, man. Yeah. Because I was on discipline for like three years for that shit. They were, they were real serious about yeah. that shit. Yeah. And uh, I turned it in. And to watch that fucking <laughs> raisin fucking... Slept on a slam sandboard fucking LRO's <laughs> face when I pulled out a fucking tarnished like pink form. He was pissed, and then I like Spurlock stopped me in the hallway the next couple of days. He's like, "How'd that go?" And I was like, "It went great. Everything was fine." He was like, <laughs> "Fuck that bitch," <laughs> you know. Like he was about his people. Yeah, and I don't want to demure his image because like that was just a little shit that he did. But any time that anything happened in that place that was fucking crazy and needed to be addressed. He was the first one in there. Yeah. Like, when there was a shitty warden, he was the first one. I was working the dining hall that like at that time, and he walked in there with a fucking camera to show pictures of birds that flew in from the window to land and shit on the table. <laughs> he was in there like a nature photographer <laughs> in a fucking captain's uniform taking pictures. Like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, man, he was about that shit. He was a good dude. Oh, shit. I fucking love that dude, man. man. And I, I feel for his family. I pray for his family. And I hope all of you can send out psychic blasts of love to the ones that survive him because he will be missed. I'm glad he's not in any pain anymore. I know that's right. Yeah. Fuck cancer. Yeah. You but know, what's I that? feel like we had to do that, you know? You know, uh, what's that? Uh, Fuck that cocksucking place, but he was a good dude. See him on the at the clearing at the end of the path. Yeah. You know? He also stopped me one day <laughs> when I was... Because there was a while, like the time I told you about with the uh, discipline, where I was just working yeah. relief in the visit room. Yeah. But I was actually bid in the visit room for a while, for a couple years. And uh, he called me over <laughs> to the office, like the, you know, the special duty office. Yeah. And all seriousness, I walk in there and it's him, uh, somebody who had a, like a, a sparky mentality. <coughs> and then someone who was just like super fucking Elmo-ish. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all sitting there. They called me on the radio. It was either the radio or the phone. They called me in there, and I walk in. I'm like, fuck, what's going on? Thinking about to get in trouble for yeah. something. I mean, I was steady slapping dudes in there. <laughs> it's right across the door. There's no way. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. But uh, 
They're all looking at me. Serious as fuck. They're like, shut the door. All right. I shut the door. I walk in. They're like, you ever heard of an Arctic pipeline? Bradley asked me this one. Brad Spurlock. Yeah. And I said, uh, I mean, I know about the pipeline, like, for the for the oil and stuff. Like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, man. And then he had me look it up. And it's where you shit into a condom. <laughs> And you freeze it in the freezer, <laughs> and then you fuck somebody with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so fucked up by that that I was like, oh, fuck. and then I just went back to work. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I don't know if I should edit that out or not. You, I don't know, man. I might edit out some words. But this is what I need you to do. Such I a need good you, story, I though. need you to... He's such like, a funny dude. You, you edit it however you feel necessary, but <sighs> I need that... I need a copy of that totally uncut. <laughs> okay? Yeah. For for posterity's sake, that... There, it has to be taken and, and kept... This Like I said, this is the fire, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Uh, I think that about wraps it up for us. Um, I'm sweaty. We'd like to thank y'all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd like to uh, hope that you guys stay safe in the next week. Shit's getting crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, it it is, yeah. But um, like I said, take that take that advice about community to heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we go give your neighbors a pie. We hope Make you guys friends. enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you guys stay safe, and we hope you tune in next time between now and then. You know. Be be good. I don't <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're on Instagram, Instagram.com oh, forward yeah, slash shit. Bones of Tubs, Twitter at Bones Tubs, Facebook.com forward slash Bones of Tubs. If you want to hit us with an email, Bones of Tubs gmail.com. We're on t- uh, TikTok. The link is in the description of the YouTube video at uh, YouTube.com forward slash Bones of Tubs show. We're also on Venmo, PayPal, Cash App if you feel so fucking inclined. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bones of Tubs. In the meantime, we love you. Stay safe and love your neighbors. We really do. The thing about, the bad thing about being honest and straightforward and doing that is people know where you stand and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. In all black, yeah. windows have crashed, yeah. scoping out the scene before they attack. Had they on bad guys in most people's eyes, most trust them with their life because they got a badge and tie. Gifted a position, give it to them by a system. I set it all up to put the kids in the prison. This is non fiction, non violence, it's just lesson. They got a mission to imprison your mind and soul. This ain't nothing new, but we survival with soul. And don't believe in ourselves, but believe what we're told. And we're all molded by a machine that gets in your dreams. Self-esteem, and I've been scolding and told who I should be, but I'll never conform. I was born to be free. It's a setup 
and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth Giving numbers a birth, yeah, that's a fact Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan With my mind intact, and I got more than a plan I got hope and belief, dreams and faith And know damn well, that's what they want to take It's a weapon, it's a weapon. fear is aggression And they plan it in our minds to the point we can't find A way out, a way in, and any way you go you'll see and many men over there and everywhere They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes They don't play fair, that's a jump out boys With the plastic toys draped in all black Ready to bring the noise It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that down with every word at the mouth It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage It's a setup so keep your head up, cause it's selling all that down with every word at the mouth.